Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Let's just pray, church. God, I just, I'm just so thankful at the moment, Lord. I'm overwhelmed. I, I feel you're speaking to me, Lord. And I feel so, uh, so encouraged that you are the God of progression. You are the God of growth. Lord God, you are the God that created the seed so small and so insignificant. And yet when it is planted, it, it can burst forth in new life and grow and grow and grow, get massive and bear fruit. Lord God, you are the God that takes us from glory to glory. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord God, that it's not just for the seeds, it's not just for the trees, it's not just for me, but it's for for everyone, Lord God. You are in the business of progression. Lord God, there's, there's nothing to, there's no problem that you don't have the answer for. Lord God, there's victory upon victory. There is glory to glory. It says in your word, Lord God, that you, that you are creating us to be more like yourself in ever-increasing glory. We don't just become a Christian and our glory stops there, but Lord God, you're growing us. You're moving us forward, forever moving us forward, Lord God. You're bursting forth new life in everyone here, Lord God. There's new life to take hold of. There's new life to lay hold of. And thank you, Lord God, that as we do that, we move from the glory that we had yesterday into the glory that we have today. And Lord God, from here, we move forward into the glory that you have for us tomorrow. And Lord God, I thank you that it doesn't stop. Lord God, this journey of sanctification, this journey that we take with you when we, when we love you, when we trust you, when we give you our heart, Lord God, you grow us and grow us and grow us. God, I thank you for that. I thank you for the lives of everyone here, that you're going to move them forward from glory to glory. That's who you are. You love us so much that you came and did this incredible work on the cross through Jesus Christ. But you love us too much to leave us the same as we are. Lord God, you love us so much that you want to see us live our best life. That, Lord, you, you, you design this life and life to the full kind of life that Jesus speaks of for us to grab a hold of. God, thank you. We're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed at your generosity. We're overwhelmed at your goodness. And Lord God, celebrate you now. We celebrate you. We thank you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. There is none like you. There is none like you. God, you can take a nobody and make them a somebody. God, you can take someone that is sick and filled with a disease and heal them and make them whole. 
You're incredible, Lord God. You're incredible. You're incredible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, I cannot escape this thing that God is moving us forward. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And you've got to seize this moment right here, right now, because God is always doing something. There is new life here right now in this service. New life for you to lay hold of. God knows where we're all at. He knows who we are. He knows our weaknesses. But He knows our glory to glory steps. And God is saying He doesn't want, He loves you so much. He loves you just the way you are, but He loves you too much to leave you in this place. And right now there's new life being burst. It's it's bursting forth in our midst. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for that. You've got to lay hold of it. You've got to trust. You've got to put your faith in the God of progression. You've got to trust and put your faith in the God of the glory to glory lifestyle that only He can give. Lord God, we, we lay hold of it. We put our trust in You. We put our faith in You. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You may take a seat, church. This is something that I believe is a revelation that we're all going to carry, especially through the next few weeks. But I believe it's something that we carry for life. It's something that we carry for life. This has got, well, it actually has something to do with the message. But this, is, this, is, this transcends vision builders. This is something that we carry for life. He's always doing something new. He's taking us forward, increasing us, enlarging us, healing us, making us whole. This is awesome. We serve an awesome God. We serve an awesome God. Um, if you had told me five years ago that I would be speaking at a vision builders time in a church... I would have laughed at you in the face. I would have said, you are joking. There's no way I'd be doing that. Why, Luke? Why wouldn't you do that? Because I hate talking about people giving money. I hate it. It's like taboo to me. I don't want to do that. I feel awkward when I do it. I don't know. It's this, this crazy thing. And myself, I did. I have always have lived a principled, disciplined life in giving but I, I struggled with the thought of, of, you know, encouraging and spurring and, 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 you know, telling people to maybe do the same and see what happens. But what I've found over the last five years is that I, it's something that is inescapable. It's something that we all need to know. It's something that has got to just click deep down inside. And when it does, we actually see Jesus says that he came to give life and life to the full. And if you've heard me over the last uh, few months, you'll understand that I, I really do take that for what it is. 
I believe Jesus in what he says. And I also believe that giving is a huge part of living life to the full because life is to be experienced. And a key part of experience is this thing that we see in the laws of nature. It is something that has been, it's, it's beyond just money. But we see this act, that's this flow, this rhythm of giving and receiving. It's everywhere you look. It's everywhere you look. So I can't escape that. That is a part of experiencing life, this life that is meant to be experienced. This, it's tapping into this flow that's, that's always been, this giving and receiving. Life is meant to be lived. I love it. So vision builders, here we are. To me, I thought about this for a long time. I was like, I'm going to try and like, wow them with these incredible facts and figures. I'm going to make these cool stories that I tell at the start and then tell a little bit more and tell at the end. And then everyone's like, oh, wow, well, I'm getting over that. that that's, that's really cool. You've done that heaps. Of... So I, I, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I can't even. There's nothing I want to do more than just be real and be simple before you guys. Vision Builders, to me, is so simple. It's, it's about capturing the vision. Yeah? It's about being uh, a part of this community. And then it's about taking stewardship of being a part of the community and just giving. It's really, really quite simple. It's taking ownership of the community that God has placed you in. And I, I, I promise you this, I have been doing it for as long as there's been one, I think. <laughs> as long as I've been able to, I, I have sown into it. And there's something that um, is so unifying, something that is so, um, it, 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 it transcends just the physical act of giving. There's something that it does, it fuses us together. When we decide to take ownership of our community and when we give as, as one, not just as a few, when we give as one, we see just uh, this this, this fusing together of lives, fusing together of, of hearts, and it, it, it just puts action to what's in here. Because community is all about giving and receiving. That's what community is about. And some, I mean, Raz told, told me so many stories of the community he grew up in, which is basically your family, but because um, <laughs> your family's so big, it is a community. Um, and, there's, there's, and we see time and time again, and, and Pastor Julie shared that incredible uh, message last Sunday morning of, of your family, which is also ginormous. And there's this thing that happens when everyone comes together, takes ownership, um, is they, they know that they are a part of their community. And when they come to play, amazing things take place, like delicious meals. It's good. But then when you have a church, what happens? See, our vision, our vision, so we're talking about vision builders, so we are going to be talking about raising money and, and, and giving to God and giving to the church, and that's a part of our, of our vision builders. But the, this, the vision of this church is so much more than raising money. And if you, if you spend any time around Pastor Phil and Julie, what you see is a burning, ferociously passionate heart for people to love God and love others. 
And that is what fuels all of this. It's not, it's not about trying to, you know, make as much money as we can. No, for just ri- ridiculous reasons, it's, it's with passionate focus that we're accumulating wealth to advance the kingdom of God. And to see people truly love God and love others, that's what we're about. That is what we are about. And I love that. I absolutely love that. God is the God of community. He's the architect of it. He's the creator of it. He's the original community himself. There is so much value. We've been talking about better together. And, I, and I, I'm getting more and more revelation. The more I, I, I realize this thing called community and how special it is, the more I just get blown away. God is the God of community. And see, for thousands of years, the Jewish tradition truly grasped community. They understood it and they lived it. They, there was so much value on being an active part of the community. There was so much value on being a part of a, of a family. There was this sense of belonging. They, they looked after their elderly. They looked after their young. They looked after their sick. They, everyone was covered. Everyone was covered. It was this beautiful thing where everyone was in community. And for them to be separated and to be outside of community was actually likened to hell. Their, their chief value was, was being together and, and being an active member. Not just, not just someone that gets tagged along and carried along, but some, they took so much pride and so much value in being a contributor in stewardship. Have you ever seen a partner... Please, I'm not trying to be funny or racist, but have you ever seen a poor Jew? People are laughing. Podcasts, just understand that I didn't say that as a joke. I say that as, I'm saying it because I'm, it's, it's a real thing. You look at them, they understand community, they understand stewardship, and they work together as a community. Everyone is covered. Everyone is sweet. The whole of the eastern suburbs is pretty much owned by the people of Israel. <laughs> That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys, they, they know how to do it. It works for them. It works well. There's so... <laughs> anyway, I'm getting all the... <laughs> oh, love. Love it. I got to laugh. I can't help it. I got to laugh. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, there's a few Scottish people uh, in eastern suburbs as well. Um, it's not just Jewish people. There are Scots there. I don't know if you've noticed that. I certainly have. Um, so we've got sports teams. We've got business corporations. We've got army platoons. We've got churches. And all of them, when they function at their highest level... It's when every member of those teams, those units, play their roles and their parts. You see it. The, the be- and I tell you what, it, it's undeniable. Have you ever seen like Band of Brothers or have you seen um, the Mavericks beat Miami Heat in uh, 2010-11 or whenever it was? Have you seen these teams, these, these churches, these corporations, when everyone plays their part and role... 
they succeed. And like if, if the weakest member didn't play their role or part, it just all would have collapsed. It would have just collapsed. It's crazy. Like, like Frodo. Who, who the heck is Frodo? I'm just, this has come to me. Who the heck is Frodo? He wasn't good at really anything. He was probably the weakest link with the elves and the wizards. He, all these people with extravagant power and, you know, all the, he was just a hobbit. But if he didn't play his role, that would have been a nasty time. Those orcs, they will get you and they will mess you up. But because the weakest link played his role, the greatest victory was ever won in Middle Earth in recent history. We're going to move away from this right now because I fear it could lead me down a track of distraction. So our vision, so, so they, don't just, they don't just come together with no idea. They come together because there's a, there's a vision. There's, there's, a, there's a, a place that they're looking to get to. You know what I mean? So for basketball teams, it's to, to win, to raise that championship trophy at the end of the year. For, for people in the military, it's much more <laughs> severe. Um, but they have objectives they've got to go together towards to achieve. And if they don't all come together, they do not achieve their objectives. And if business corporations don't have their, their vision, uh, if, if the vision isn't cast, what good is it? They're just going to be doing, I'm going to play Nintendo today, yeah, because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, no, you've got to be ringing up this person and selling this. and do. They all have distinct vision to, to, to work towards. That's what makes all the people come together and, and move forward. So we understand this. We, we, we get this. And here in C3, Tugra, I, t- I said that our vision is to love God and love others and see God move powerfully. It, you know, we, we, that's everything. But in Vision Builders, we have three distinct um, goals, and, and it's our vision that we're cast. We have three distinct things that we're aiming towards, three distinct objectives that we, when we all look at, we can all come together, play our part, and move towards these objectives. And so our first objective is to smash the loan that we have um, on the building. The second is to um, see our kids' facilities upgraded. And the third is to see C3 Nairobi flourish. How good is that? These are our objectives. This is our vision. This is what we can all constantly look at. Whenever you hear vision builders, because you'll hear it through the rest of the financial, like this, so we're finishing this financial year, the next financial year is coming up. We're going to be going, this is, where, this is what we got. This is what we're looking towards. Whenever you hear vision builders, oh, get, don't forget, guys, get your vision builders in. This is what it's about. It's about covering this loan. It's about seeing our um, kids' facilities upgraded, and it's about seeing C3 Nairobi flourish. Love it. It is good. Yay, give a clap. Why not? So I'm just going to quickly, because I am running out of time, but just quickly, I want to 
talk about NBA because it's so important to me and the finals are on right now, but let's forget about these finals. Let's rewind back to the first finals uh, that the Miami Heat got into uh, when they accumulated the big three. There was so much hype in the media. The big three, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, we've got them. The big three were unstoppable. We've got the best three players. We've got the best forward, the best guard, and the best center. We're all coming together, and we're just going to take this thing out. And talent-wise, you couldn't touch them on talent for those three players. They were unstoppable. But the Mavericks... See, Miami Heat are my team. Before the big three started, they were my team. Then we got the big three, and I thought, yes... But we went to the finals that first year and we got beaten. And the team that beat us, their best player didn't even touch the third best player in the Miami Heat. I was spewing. What the Mavericks did so well was play as a team. And everyone, there was no weak link. The big three had the big three, but they had all these other players that kind of weren't that great and didn't really do their roles too well. Um, Mario Chalmers, God bless you. Um, and so we have all these things that, that fell apart for the Miami Heat. Now, to be honest, with us at Vision Builders, we want to be like the Mavericks. We didn't necessarily have the... We don't, <laughs> we don't necessarily have the richest people here. Like the big three had the best talent. We might not necessarily have the the richest, but what we have is a a team that can unify together and play their part. And we can do incredible things together. On paper, you probably wouldn't have thought the Mavericks won, but they won because they all played their roles perfectly. Love it. Um, Yeah, so I've got to say, I must say that we have had sort of like a big three in here as a church. And there's been more than three, obviously, but we have had this sort of big three style where we've done vision builders and we've done great, but we could actually do better and become a championship team if we all came to the party and not just relied on our big three. Because, see, at the moment, we've got this... We've got, we got some key guys that have been so faithful and so gallant and so fearless in our vision builders who I just want to commend and, and, and thank you for all the good stuff, the, the fight that you've fought. I love that. But I truly believe we can do better if we all came to the party. Imagine what we could do if we all came to the party. It's exciting. I tell you, It's exciting. The potential we have is, is, is great. It is great. Um, so, yeah, we are four years into this 15-year loan that we have on the church. This is one of our biggest things we've got to give to of the objectives, the threefold objectives. We're four years in on a 15-year loan, and we're, we've done such an incredible job. And if there's one thing I know, it is that God is for us as a church. Because those first four years, the amounts that we had to pay back were extravagant. <laughs> and it was quite, it's, if you look, if you were to go back and look at it on, on the books, it'd be like, you'd be scratching your head. How do we do it? How do we do it? God was for us. There was, there's no other way to... Um, uh, look at it. There really isn't. God was for us. So if you're thinking, oh, do I get involved with this? Is God really? Yes, God is into this. 
He's proved it for four years. But in these four years, what we've seen is our repayments come crashing down. The, our, our, the size of the repayments we've had to make, they're coming down as we're smashing out the principal and the interest comes down with that. So at the moment, we, we started four years ago with a million and fifty thousand. Now we're down at 775,000. That is commendable. Four years' time. Well done, church. Well done, church. Um, and at, we're just going to keep going. And I believe that as we rally together, we come together, everyone plays their part, we're going to see this thing continue to go down quickly. Quickly. Not just, we, we're going to pay this thing off before 15 years. We actually will. And as we come together and do this, we're going to crush it. The sooner we crush it, the sooner we're going to be doing way more other cool stuff as well. These are things to think of. We've got, it's exciting times, church. It's exciting times. I'm just going to quickly read out um, a passage of Scripture, Ephesians 4. We're going to go from 1 to 16. And sorry, church, I'll finish this as fast as I can. We've got Ephesians 4. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to read from verse 1. Because I want to talk just two things, right? There's two things. We've got um, community. We're we're understanding it. We've been preaching we're better together, and we're getting it. We're grasping it. And I still don't think we've seen the full potential of it because I believe God is going to continue to solidify us together as a community, and we're going to see such incredible things the rest of this year. It's going to blow your mind. I'm so excited. And the other thing is just giving. These are the things, vision, community, giving, it's stewardship. It's all a part of this vision builders. So let's just have a look at what the scriptures say about, about unity. Um, Ephesians 4, 1, 6, 1 to 16. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. To be uh, two, that's the number two. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave his gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. Something really cool there, but we're just going to keep moving on. I'd love to share with you another time. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for good works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. That's, that's a key word right there, mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there uh, by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. 
From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. As each part does its work. Um, There's a lot of stuff I'd love to break down, but I'm not going to do it. But just quickly, I will say that becoming that mature body, that mature body is the body that is not an infant. It's the one that is the most effective at life, the mature body. And how it gets there is when we all love each other and every part does its work. That's when you know that we're becoming mature as a, as a community. See, we belong to a sacred and holy body called C3 Tugra. Sometimes we forget that. We actually belong. This What we're doing right now is sacred and it is holy, and it is ordained by God, and you have been placed here. You might think that oh, you've decided to come here, but it is God's leading that has brought you here. You are a part of something sacred, something holy, something ordained by God. And we become mature when we love one another and when we all play our part. Um, I'm going to quickly read from Corinthians um, which is, it's profound. Um, I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians and we'll start at chapter 8. We'll start from verse 7. We'll skip a bit. Uh, we'll start at 7. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I'm not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not what one does not have. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard-pressed, but that there might be equality, that at the present time your plenty will supply what they need so that in turn their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is, this is what Paul's saying, the goal is equality. As it is written, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. And there's a whole lot of stuff I want to say there, but let's just break it down. It's about equality, guys. It's about equality. When I'm saying that we've all got to play our part and role, we don't all have to give tens of thousands of dollars. We just have to play our simple part. Our simple part. It says don't give out of what you don't have. (laughs) So we're not asking something crazy from you guys. We're just asking you to take stewardship of this sacred community that you've been a part of and just play your part. That's all. It's so simple. And when we actually look at it in this way, our parts become great. Just like the part those basketball players that weren't too great, when they played their role, things, success happened. When we play our role in just being a part and taking stewardship of this house, we see us give our little bits. And as we all do it, it becomes great. And we succeed. We raise the trophy above our heads. We, we move forward into greater days. Equality. Pastor Julie mentioned last week that 
if 100 people gave only $28 a week, we would see this loan covered and it would be great. And um, we as a church, we're more than 100 and I'm believing for great things. But can I just encourage you, that sounds very achievable to me. 100 people at $28, that's, that's something that we can do in the shade. And I know there are people that are giving more and, and have always um, been big subscribers to Vision Builders. And, and I thank you for that. And I encourage you to keep doing that. I encourage you to keep going forward. Um, but for someone that's never maybe um, partnered with us, can I encourage you? If you're trying to think of something to where to start, $28 is a great place to start. It, it, it helps. It gives us a momentum. And, it, and if you've never done it before, we will notice it straight away. It's awesome. It is awesome to play your part and do your role in this sacred community. I'm finishing up now. Why don't we, why don't we stand? I, I, I've gone a little bit over time for that. I'm sorry. Um, but I just, I just want to encourage you. I'm believing that this is going to be our strongest vision builders yet. And it's not because we're going to have these crazy rich guys come in and, and throw all this money at us, but it's because we're all going to come together and play our part, player by player, brother by brother, sister by sister. We're coming together, united with one heart, one goal, one vision, one objective to see your kingdom advance. Lord God, thank you for that. And this, this teaching, this, this goes into all aspects of our church, not just the vision builders. It goes into every aspect. We've all got parts to play. We've all got roles to play. Thank you, Father God, for the unique gift and call on everyone here. Lord God, thank you that you're taking us all from glory to glory. Every individual, uh, Lord, even as all of us together as a church, you're moving us all forward from glory to glory. I thank you for that, Lord God. And Lord, I pray right now for people, Lord God, that might not know what their part to play is. Lord, I pray for wisdom. Lord, I pray for encouragement. Lord, I pray that you would open eyes to see, Lord God, the parts that you're causing them, wanting them, calling them to play. Lord God, everyone is significant. We need everyone on board, Lord God, to see our greatest future, our greatest future. We need you, church. We need every one of you. Lord God, thank you for these people. Thank you for your goodness. Lord God, thank you for your faithfulness to us as a church and as individuals. Lord God, bless us as we, as we take up our greatest vision builders yet. Lord God, I pray that you would be leading us and guiding us through the whole thing. Lord God, I thank you for that. I trust you. I put my faith in you, God. As I play my part, Lord God, I trust you. And Lord God, I thank you that you're causing everyone to put their faith in you and, and play their part as well, Lord God. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Stir us up, Lord God. Stir us up, Lord. Stir us up. Make us one, Lord God. Make us one. Make us one. Make us one. Thank you, Lord God. You are awesome. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. 
For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Let's face.